When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker say play ESPN. We pop right up, download the ESPN app, one app, one tap, download the podcast. Uh, Jay off today, just Key and me, summertime. We're talking uh, during the break just now about like different sporting events. Different games well, we've been yeah, at. Yeah, you might have you might have stepped out for a minute to get a, a, a cigarette break, but no I cigarettes um, here, coffee. No, but you know, it's there. Yeah. cigarettes are so gross. But anyway, so um, me and me and James are talking. About, we were just talking about wrestling in 1986. Me being a kid, going to WrestleMania two and the whole deal. And I was saying to him, you know, I'll be 50 years old on July 22nd, and I'm having birthday bash on Saturday, and you know, all my friends and all this sort of stuff. And I was just saying, and and they were saying, I'm actually officially going to be one of those guys. And when you're young, right, and you got older people in your life, and they're telling you that they saw Babe Ruth play, for instance, yeah. or whatever. And you're like, I don't care about that. They were there for the first T-Rex <laughs> Triceratops yeah, yeah, I matchup. Don't, I don't yeah. care. You know, you're young. You're like, I don't care about that. Now, I find myself telling people and my kids or whatever where I was at 35 years ago. You yeah, know, it's, it's Isn't like, that crazy? We're 35 so years is Crazy. like something you can understand. It used like, or, or even forty years oh. ago, when I was that kid that was at Dodger Stadium and I saw Tom Neatenfuhr give up the home run to Jack Clark, or or I watched Jay Johnstone John, hitting Jay home Johnstone. runs. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like you know, it's just so weird to think about it, Max. When you are young like that, like I saw Magic Johnson play in the Great Western Forum against the Boston Celtics in a championship game, or I saw uh, 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 the Iceman when he played for the Spurs come to the farm. You know, it's just it's so damn weird. It is. I I think about, like, because I caught the tail end of you and James talking about I thought you were just talking about places like games you've been to, but Derek Jeter dove into the fans, stands head first, came out with the bloody face, right? I was there for that. I was there for the game where Jeffrey Meyer, the kid, caught the ball um, that Jeter hit that went for the home run. There for that. I was there for so many big moments in in, in the last kind of Yankees dynasty. Um, but even going back before that, Knicks games and, and, and Giants games and – it's unbelievable how much time. Like to me, it feels like my references when I re- refer to these things. It a lot of them don't feel like they're ancient history. It feels like it's part of the recent past. But no, man, it's it, ancient history. It is true, but I'm just reflecting on all, being so young. Even though I'm still young, I just look at where I am now and how far I've come from being an adolescent. And a struggling inner city kid to being able to to just you know, hell, I was a kid wearing tough skins, man. You ever had a pair of tough skins, Max? I, I didn't. <laughs> you know what they are? Mm-mm. They're jeans that had patches on the front of them, 
So the patch is in your kneecaps. Google it. So they're in your kneecaps, your jeans and your kneecaps. And they call them tough skins. <laughs> As I think about it, you're so embarrassed to have to wear those to school because it was like, those were the only jeans you were going to have for quite some time. Right. And they're, you were going to burn holes in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're built to last. <laughs> and now we take scissors to our jeans so we have the natural rips in them. It's so funny. It's crazy. <laughs> it's. I mean, uh, think about it. Take me down memory lane. Kangaroos. Remember kangaroos? Kangaroos. Ever roos? Oh, yeah. You just put a whole mile of rubber on the sole. <laughs> I, remember, I remember going to... The Lakers ticker tape parade at City Hall. Okay? And this was like in the eighties. My mom took me to and and we were not in the front. We were like, I don't know hell, we were so far back. But it was like crazy in Mayor Tom Bradley and the key to the city and Pat Riley and you just remember all of those sort of things. And I can tell those stories to my kids and their friends now. And they sit and look at me like I'm like a dinosaur. Yeah, because you are. And that's how. And that's how I used to look at the people that were older Ancient. than me. I remember, like, you remember the movie Back to the Future? Remember when that came out, Back to the Future? Oh yeah. Okay, so that was 1985, and the idea was they were going back to the old days, to 1955, 30 years ago, and that was like a world that was so buried in time; it didn't exist anymore. First of all. When I used to think of that world, I used to think of it in black and white, right? Like it wasn't even it was they didn't even have what they called Technicolor later on TV. It was the ancient days. Thirty years from now? I mean I mean going back thirty years, twenty years ago it was O two key. Thirty is nineteen ninety two was thirty years ago. If you made a back to the future today, you go back to nineteen ninety two. That's the same like what? Has has the world changed so much between now and ninety two as it did between eighty five and fifty five? It doesn't feel like it has to me, but maybe it has slightly. We still have some. We still have a lot of social issues, but it's slightly changed. That liquor store you used to steal stuff from probably isn't there anymore. No Cisco. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, <laughs> I stole them out of Cisco. Is that the uh, so NBA legend Jerry West? Speaking of the good old days, right? Talked about, or the old days at least, talked about KD on Sirius XM NBA radio. Listen to why he does not believe the Nets can afford to trade KD. He's a serious basketball player. This guy does not neglect his craft. And I think sometimes when people poke and prod and with him, sometimes he'll say things that I'm happy he said them. But many times, I don't think that people misread him, who he is as a person. He's one of the greatest players we've ever seen. And for him to want out, I can see why. I can see why. But, uh, again, wherever he goes, or to my best guess, he'll be in, he's not going to get traded. You can't give enough to get a guy like him. This is Dr. Buss, what I was, the late great Dr. Jerry Buss, greatest owner by far in the history of American team sports, told Kobe when Kobe wanted to go to the, I want to call them the char- Chargers and then the Padres, to the Clippers. Uh he said, Kobe, you're a five-carat diamond. I'm not trading you for five one-carat diamonds. How, how do you get equal value for KD, Key? You don't get equal value. Really, you don't. Um, but if a player isn't buying in and doesn't want to be there and his heart isn't in it anymore, and I don't know that his heart wouldn't be in it, I just, as an athlete, 
it would be hard for me, regardless if I requested the trade or not, or you came to me and wanted to trade me, I would feel some type of way because clearly something went wrong for me to ask for the request in the first place. Something isn't right. And and you could call me a crybaby, a spoiled brat, and I want my way and I'm not getting it. Whatever it is, we don't see eye to eye. And then I got to come back and now I got to play for you or be in the room with you or whatever the case is, I might feel a different way. And that's how I feel. And I know everybody keeps saying, Katie's not like that. He's going to play for his teammates. He's going to do this. He's a loyal. If that was the case, why did you request a trade in the first place? Yeah. What did you do? You wanted to call their bluff? I wonder. Well, this is why originally I was asking questions. Remember, who do we have on? One of our front office people. Um, And I asked, I asked why they would be messing with Kyrie's money, not guaranteeing certain years, all that stuff, when they know it was Bobby Marks and uh, former Nets executive. And if you know that it's going to make KD like not happy, why would you do that? And he said, "Well, you got to negotiate." I said, "But Bobby, let's say." KD says, you know, ultimately, no, 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 I need Kyrie here. What are you going to do? He said, I'm going to fold. I'm going to cave. Of course. Right. So why go down that path at all with Kyrie unless you've already contemplated life without KD? Yeah. And and that's because he's probably let you know. You talked to Bobby on our show a couple weeks ago prior to this even breaking. You were the first person to say, well, how is this going to affect KD before it even happened? And then everybody else ran with it. And... That's what I say, though, Max. How you playing these games, what I would consider games, if you know it's going to go south? Just because you contemplating, just because you're contemplating it, and you have a plan, don't mean your plan is going to come to fruition. Because if you play games with me, and I'm speaking for me, Keyshawn, and I'm different than KD, you already know then I'm going to tell you to go pound sand. Mm -hmm. If I come to you and I say, I need you to pay Max Kellerman, and you tell me, well, you know, I don't really, his voice, he's annoying, he needs a haircut, we don't like his beard, he needs a shave, the guy needs to stop talking about this just in, we want him to stop it, blah, 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 blah. And then I say, okay, cool, no problem, I'm out. You already know the situation. And I'm sure they already knew that KD was going to come to them and say, move me. Because if they didn't anticipate that, they would do exactly what Danny Ainge and many other executives do. They say, we, we're not interested. Are you out of your damn mind? Dr. Buss, into such due time that somebody comes to you and says, we got 10 ones for you. We got courtside tickets and a box, and we're going to give you $400 million to give us Kevin Durant. Otherwise, let's not even pick up the phone and have a conversation. You know, when clearly there's interest in them moving on from them, but they can't find the value. They can't. I think they thought, my, my guess is, they thought there was going to be such a haul for KD that they would be set up going forward like in an unbelievable way because then they could turn around and deal Kyrie. 
And yes, it would be a rebuild, but it would be a rebuild on an incredible level when you get the haul for those guys. I think that they are, my guess is that they are surprised with how soft the market has been so far for KD. I'll say this about KD, Key, because you bring up the type of duty is. I am very glad that KD exists. Like, there are people who make the world... You remember, you remember Silence of the Lambs? Do I remember Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, the movie. Silence of the Lambs, right. Yes, exactly. I remember Silence of the Lambs. Do you, now, the whole idea there with Clarice. Lecter... Yeah, <laughs> Lecter had good taste. So he ate people who were in bad taste, right? But Clarice, he left alone. And he told her, I'm not going to come after you at the end of the movie. The world is more interesting with you in it, right? The world is more interesting with KD in it. It's more interesting. He's an interesting guy. He's not the guy everyone wanted him to be, right? And 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 so aside, apart from the whole stuff with the Nets, where he's going to wind up and this and that, I'm glad he's around. He's an interesting guy. Adrian Wojnarowski, speaking of interesting guys, uh, is with us now. Dropped a Woj bomb that blew up our uh, rundown late in the show yesterday, Woj. Um, what are your thoughts uh, on the Suns, like on the whole situation? Suns match the Pacers' offer and sign DeAndre Ayton. For that, why not? Why wait until the Pacers made an offer? Well, I mean, that's what restricted free agency is, guys. You're, they challenge DeAndre Ayton to go out in the marketplace and find the max offer. Um, and so once he did, once he and his agents went out, got that four years, 133 from Indiana, then Phoenix matched it, and now they have him under contract. Uh, you can't let a player of DeAndre Ayton's magnitude just walk. He's an asset. And whether you see him, whether you feel as though that contract is more than you want to pay, and I think it is, the alternative of losing the number one overall pick, who's extremely productive, uh, it's, it's not an option when you're trying to compete. We've seen players of much lower caliber than DeAndre Ayton who get their uh, offer sheets matched. And so, uh, you know, I think if they didn't, they, they could have done a sign-and-trade where they could have said, hypothetically, we'll take Miles Turner, uh, you'll give us a pick. But in the end, they were, you know, they essentially dared him to get Indiana or to find someone to sign, sign him to an offer sheet. Indiana did, and now... DeAndre Ayton, they can't trade until January 15th, but Ayton has essentially veto power on any trade for a full year beginning now. And so uh, it puts Phoenix in the luxury tax, a place they have not been under Robert Sarver, I think since the very beginning of his tenure there. And, of course, Phoenix could still offload some contracts uh, into cap space somewhere else, probably have to add a pick in. If they want to lower that luxury tax bill, we'll see what they do there. You know, no fans care whether an owner's paying luxury tax or not. So, Woj, did the did the uh, DeAndre Ayton signing bringing him back ultimately affect them trying to trade for KD in some capacity? No, Keyshawn, you're right. It, it does. It makes it harder because while Brooklyn didn't have an interest in Aiton, Aiton could have been uh, a, a, an asset moved around in, in a three- or a four-team deal to maybe get Brooklyn something they wanted uh, in a Kevin Durant trade. And so now you look at Phoenix's roster, and Devin Booker can't be traded. They weren't going to trade Devin Booker in any deal. 
but he can't be traded for a year because he just signed that new extension. Aiton, again, January 15th, or maybe not at all for a year if he doesn't uh, agree to it. And now, you, now Mikel Bridges is an outstanding young player. Cam Johnson's a good young player. Um, and then your picks, and you go, does Phoenix really have enough um, to uh, to make the kind of knockout offer that Brooklyn would want for Kevin Durant? It's harder. It's harder to see a pathway to them with with Durant once Aiton was no longer in a, a sign-and-trade trade scenario that could have been part of a bigger deal for KD. Well, let me let me follow up with you real quick here. So what incentive, because you mentioned January, right, and he obviously has veto power, but what incentive would Aiton have to help Phoenix out, let's say, in January to sign off on going to a Brooklyn Nets team? You know, the incentive might be he sees somewhere he'd rather be, right? Like, he can look at a situation and go, that's a place I could see myself playing. I could see a role there or a, uh, an organization that interests me. Or that place doesn't interest me. He has say on that. And, and that doesn't mean he won't be happy to stay in Phoenix. There's some mending that has to go on. with a, And restricted free agency always brings out a lot, typically brings out a lot of acrimony. Because a team is telling somebody, you know, I, I dare you to go out and get the offer. We're not paying you that. We're not. We're not going to bid against ourselves. We'll see if you can go get it. Well, he went and got it. And so, but I think Monty Williams, and there was some tough, he and Monty Williams had a really good relationship. Even it, when there was, he was, when Aiton was frustrated with management and ownership when they didn't want to offer him a max extension, when he saw guys in his class, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, others get it, write it, uh, right at midnight, right? Got it right off the bat. And you're the number one overall pick. You've helped that team get to the NBA Finals. You put up really good numbers. And you go, well, I think I deserve it too. And and, and, I, and he's right to think that. So I think they can mend some of that. And so, you know, whether he... James? You know, and again, just because it's January 15th James. doesn't mean all of a sudden they have a trade for him. Um, but that's when he's eligible to be traded. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Woj, there's another trade possibility out on the horizon. You talk about New York in the basketball world. The Utah Jazz could be moving on from Donovan Mitchell. Could be. It's not known whether or not they will. Mm -hmm. Is the Knicks a great landing spot for Donovan Mitchell? You know, they're certainly motivated to add another star. Donovan Mitchell's from New York. It's a natural. New York has, you know, they have some picks. They have some young players that allow them to put a package together. I think right now Utah is really canvassing the whole league. They know New York's interested. They're not going to be in a rush to do a deal. Again, four years left on his deal like KD. Uh, the two sides have touched base. I think Utah knows, you know, it's never one offer. There's lots of different ways you can structure offers. You know, an offer that's more pick-heavy, an offer that's more player-heavy. It's kind of a sliding scale. You know, I think they have a sense of where New York could land uh, some different structures of what New York might be willing to do. And Utah's talking to others around the league. 
they're not going to move quickly into this. Uh, you know, Justin Zanuck's their GM. He's the one on the phone largely with teams. But Danny Ainge is the president. And Danny Ainge, if you look at Danny Ainge's history of doing deals, including his most recent history, Rudy Gobert, you know, he does trades when, you know, he's got a pretty good history of getting what he wants in a deal or he doesn't do the deal. And Rudy Gobert, that was certainly the case. Five first-round picks. In a marketplace that was really slow for Gobert, Minnesota was really motivated, and and they did the deal. And so I think that's what it's going to look like if they do a Donovan Mitchell deal, but they're not going to rush into it. And uh, certainly New York, you know, the Knicks look around their division, and they look at Brooklyn, and if that Brooklyn team stays together, Philly is loaded. Uh, Toronto, it's just going to be better. They've improved. And, of course, the Boston Celtics, adding Malcolm Brogdon, Danilo Gallinari to a team that went to the finals. There's an arms race in their division, and the Knicks need to add more talent. And so, uh, certainly, a player like Donovan Mitchell on the heels of, of uh, Jalen Brunson uh, is, is someone I think they'd like to have, but what's that price going to be? How steep? And, and I, I don't think that's going to be a quick-moving process. <laughs> They're going to try and compete with the teams you just mentioned with a backcourt of two six-foot one players who and neither are incredible shooters. Good luck, Knicks, and that's if they can pull it off. Speaking of pull it off, Woj pulled off yet another Woj bomb uh, yesterday, and now the whole basketball world's reacting. Great talking to you, as I'm always, wa- I'm waiting for Woj to pull off one for my Lakers. I'm waiting, man. Yeah, man. Come on, I read the Lakers, Woj. Why don't you work right. on that? We're I'm, confusing. I'm on it. He shot him on it just for you. I'll text you with it first, though. All right. <laughs> no, that's all that's, right. That's See a, you guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. You too, Woj. Rogers, Mahomes, Brady's Dak. Did I pluralize Brady? Rogers, Mahomes, Brady, Dak. Because it came after Mahomes. He's not Mahome after all. They all lost their favorite targets this offseason. Key. Who will miss their guy the most? That's next. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. You're speaking to me now, James. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune in to an NL battle tomorrow night as the Giants host the Brewers. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So, Key, think about the top quarterbacks. I've already thought. And I'm talking about some of these dudes are, like, on the very top of the list of all time. And who they lost. They lost their ace. They lost their top target. Listen to this. Aaron Rodgers loses Devontae Adams. Patrick Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill. Tom Brady loses Rob Gronkowski. Dak Prescott loses Amari Cooper. But here's the question. Which of those quarterbacks are going to miss? They're not all receivers, obviously, but their favorite, let's call them targets, the most. Well, Dominique Foxworth answered that question on Get Up yesterday. Listen to this. I think it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Not only is Tyreek Hill, in my view, the most impactful of any of those receivers that they're going to be losing, Patrick Mahomes is the only one who has not seen success without this weapon. So, obviously, Tom Brady, he's made it happen with a lot of different people. Aaron Rodgers, the same is true. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in this league for his entire career, and there's been a number of receivers there. And for Patrick Mahomes, as great as he's been, he's only been in a world that exists with that defensive breaking weapon that is Tyreek Hill. So he might struggle a little bit, but I think he's going to be fine in the end of the day. What do you think, Key? I think he's on to something about two guys in terms of Aaron Rodgers done it with many people. Tom Brady lost people every single year, felt like, whether it was Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski, uh, uh, Randy Moss, uh Troy Brown, I mean, he just lost every year. It was like a different guy for the most part. Interesting that, though, on the Kansas City front, because as great as Tyreek Hill is for them, I think he'll be missed severely, but it won't be the end all for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. However, I do believe Dak Prescott losing Amari Cooper is going to be significant because you are now moving somebody into a role in C.D. Lamb that's never been there before. Mm-hmm. See, Kelsey's still there. So even if I dink and dunk to Kelsey all day long, I got a comfort, and I'm okay. Even if I got Mike Evans, I got a comfort. I'm okay. But when I'm Dak Prescott, I got Dalton Schultz, who may or may not come in based on his contract situation. Who yeah, hasn't signed franchised him, right? Franchise tag tender yet. So I don't have a. I can't rely on the tight end. Gallup is coming off a of knee surgery. C.D. Lamb has never been the one in the National Football League. I want to ask you about that. I want to ask you about C.D. Lamb, Key. Go so, ahead. so you have situations like in Pittsburgh 
they lose AB, and they have Juju Smith-Schuster. Can he be a number one? The answer was no. Um, not quite. Not not like when you think of a number one receiver, right? Well, Athlete, well I, here's what I would say. Okay. The answer initially was yes, right? Right. And then what? And then we found out. It wasn't the same. Right, it wasn't the same. But but at the time, did you think the answer? Like, I felt like... No, they, I didn't. Well, see? So you asking, now, but the difference is, is you're asking somebody... Who knows? Who looks at it? And that's what I'm saying. So yeah, now I'm, that's different. why I'm asking you this question. I don't care about what the other people think. I want to know what you think. Um... So, so I know what to think about this. So, athlete eyeball test key, the same set of eyes that looked at Juju Smith-Schuster said, no, that ain't it, not a number one. Will they be gone? You'll find out. We found out. When you look at C.D. Lamb, do you see another Juju Smith-Schuster or do you see a different level of talent, a number one receiver talent level? I see a little bit of different level talent. I see a number one receiver potential. Uh, he's got some stuff to clean up, but he's young. What does he have to clean up? Well, number one, he got to stop dropping the damn ball. Mm-hmm. That's what you paid to do, right? Catch it. Don't drop those Bentleys. Don't drop them Bentleys, man. You're dropping houses and Bentleys in savings. That's what you're dropping out there. And so he's got to clean that up. He's got to polish up his route running. He's got to learn the, 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 the change of pace on how to run routes. Mm-hmm. And all of that will come into play now that he's forced into a different role. Because when he was at the number two option role, so to speak, he was doing some of those things that get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. I do believe he can be. I do believe he can be. But he's going to have to prove it and show it. You no longer are getting the second and the third guy. You're now getting the first and the second guy. You're no longer getting the third and the fourth. You're getting the first and the second guy that will be covering you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a totally different role. I've been in the number one role for, I was in the number one role for 11 years of my career. Mm-hmm. And so you learn that once you learn it, it'll show whether or not you any good. So the difference between, much like when we're talking about replacing Tyreek Hill. You're saying these guys, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they can do it. Now they got to go and show it. They got to do it now when it matters yeah, most. And you're so, so the difference between Juju Smith-Schuster, let me get this straight, and, and what we saw over there, a guy who really wasn't capable of being a, num- a, a number one, and, and, and CeeDee Lamb, is that when you look at CeeDee Lamb, you see a guy who he's going to have to show you, but it's possible. And when you looked at Juju, it's like, eh, that ain't it. Well, it's pretty simple and easy. I mean, you had to know the reason Juju was doing some of the things he was doing. AB was on the other side, yeah. Because you had Antonio Brown on the other side lifting the coverages and doing a lot of different things. You could tell. I mean, when you played the position, you just know. That's all. I, that's the simplest way I can. Sure. I yeah. No. That's why. That's why, why I'm asking. So what I'm saying is, what, <laughs> what I'm trying to find out. And it sounds like this is the answer from you. Correct me if I'm wrong. The difference. Well, CeeDee Lamb's got to prove to you that he can do it, but he is capable of doing it, you believe. There's nothing yes, that I eliminates believe, him believe, from that possibility. I believe he's capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's big. I mean, you know, that that's very and, different. And, and Juju is going to look more like Juju in Kansas City than the Juju you saw in Pittsburgh. Because, he's going to look like Juju, meaning his first year Juju, mm-hmm. because guess why? Valdez Scantling is is uh, no because of Kelsey. 
Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, right. See, sure. you got a guy primary there target. That's the primary target. Mm-hmm. Where I said, C. I said, I said Valdez Cantley because you talked about AB lifting coverage. Yeah, but 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 what happens is well, AB is lifting coverage as the number one target. Yeah, yeah, not and, as a, and, necessarily and a deep threat. Not as yeah. there was no other tight end in Pittsburgh like a Kelsey. Sure. So AB was the one, which in turn helped Juju become a solid two, three. Where Kelsey is now the one, and for all intents and purposes, was always the one. And so now everybody else can eat off of him. The Dallas Cowboys got Dalton Schultz, who's a nice tight end, but he wasn't Amari Cooper. And now you got CD rolling into the Cooper lane with Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is not going to get the one and the two defensive. Like Travis Kelsey. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny about um, uh, who we t- Amari Cooper, where maybe a little bit less this year, but the thing that's impressed me about him throughout his career, Key, is he's going to win his matchup one-on-one, right? Oh, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that the number one thing, a, a number one wide? You, you have to be able to win your matchup, and he consistently did that, and to me that makes him a legit number one receiver. Can C.D. Lamb, cons- does he consistently, is he'll be, will he be capable, you, capable, you believe, of consistently winning his matchup with the best cover guy they got. Yeah, it, it's it's one of these situations where you look at. I don't know what Michael Gallup is going to be, right? I don't. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to come back healthy. They gave him some money. They'll figure out the Dalton Schultz situation, and I'm sure Dak Prescott will be in their ear telling them how much he need him back. That'll help a lot with C.D. Lamb. When you are a number one wide receiver, you don't need other people around you. You could be Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, and Flourish, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill. You could be those guys, Antonio Brown when he was Antonio Brown, and Amari Cooper when Amari Cooper digs his digs. And you could still eat, and your team could benefit from that. But when you're trying to prove that you're the number one guy, you need some extra help. Until such due time that you've proven yourself where they're starting to design stuff for you specifically. Okay? Cooper Cup. Designing things specifically for him. You know, you hear people say, oh, well, anybody could do that. No, anybody can't do it because if anybody was doing it, they, he wouldn't be doing it. It'd be somebody else. Keyshawn has a big weekend ahead of him. And he's going to tell you all about it coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I wish Jay wouldn't be talking so much today, Key. I don't know why Jay just keeps running his mouth today. Come on, Jay. Let us get a word in here edgewise. But first, I have this from Dollar Shave Club. You ever have a shave so noticeably smooth that people want to touch it? Like when a friendly pat on the cheek turns into a full-on cheek rub? It's a kind of shave... A Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor can get you. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for a swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor is here to get that chin noticed, and it comes at a fair price. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You got a big one coming up. A big one. Yeah, I'm getting old. The roundest number number you're probably ever going to turn, I hate to tell you. The odds say this is the roundest number you'll ever turn. No, that's not my odds. You're going to 100? Man, come on, man. Please. I'm a buck I'm a bu- buck 20. You you want to live to 100? Man, What's... I want to get to 120. 120? All right. Yeah. Well, I want to be 120. See, when I'm 120, they're going to think I'm 75. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to live to 100. I'll tell you what, if you, uh, when you do get to 120. Let you know. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been 121 today. I know because I'm 120 and I'm about a year younger than him. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a, you know, it, it'll be fun. My wife and one of our good friends, they're throwing the 50th birthday party for me. And I got a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of friends, family, people that I've come into contact with over the years. And mm-hmm. we're going to celebrate and have fun. And, you know, several hundred people. Um, and it's going to be fun. Question. I mean, it, question. Are you going to do any of the cooking on your birthday? Zero. 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 Is that how you want it? Because you like to cook. A hundred percent. You don't want to be dealing with that. The hell do I look like cooking on my birthday? Man, you crazy as hell. <laughs> I don't know, but because like, if you love something, you strike me as the type, if someone's cooking it, you know, like, you know hold on, let me just take this over. and. Uh, no, 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 because all the, the, the individual uh, caterers that's they know, there, they know. Yeah. we already yeah. have used them many times over, so I kind of already know what the food is going to be like. Mm-hmm. There's no surprises. Even the donut shop that we're having do all the donuts, we, I, I mean, I eat them religiously, so I kind of know what Randy Donuts taste like. Um, <laughs> so it's like, okay, even the cocktails, specialty cocktails, I got a couple specialty cocktails, I drink them all the time. I imagine um, I imagine you're hard to get a gift for, right? Because anything I don't want any you gifts, want, you would have uh, gotten yourself give, already. I don't, and no gifts at all. It's already on the invitation. Please do not accept gifts. But wait a minute, Key, is this one of those things like that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where it's like, don't bring gifts, but then you're supposed to bring a gift, or really no gifts? No, no gifts at all. I told him, said, do not bring gifts. Gifts will be turned away. Uh, specifically on the invitation, they're like, this sounds just like you. Yes. <laughs> I said, yes, <laughs> it is me. It's it's and tough. It's tough because if you want wanted something, you'd have gotten any, it for yourself. Yeah, but I don't want you doing anything for me. Your presence is enough. Mm-hmm. Not you, your presence, not your presence. No, your presence. Yeah, yeah. 
Not your present. I wish I could be there, but my eyeball exploded no, if I go I on a want, plane. I don't want you holding your eyeball getting yeah. off the plane. Yeah, one eye. <laughs> holding your eyeball in your head. One eye oh, Kellerman's gosh. here. He's like a pirate. That's right. Oh, We're going to talk God. more about this coming right up. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Download the podcast. Download the app. One tap, one app, one tap, ESPN. Uh, Key, this uh, theme music from uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. I was going to say, what is this music? Is it's also Ric Flair's theme music. So This Ric Flair theme music? Yeah. Ric Flair. That's what I said? As I said, it's not. Who cares about 2001? This is Ric Flair's theme music because we're talking about wrestling, James. Why don't you understand this? I figured that was the one that you would guys, you guys might get. If we played it, everything else in the I system thought it was is very, very uh, new school wrestling. That no, I thought it was because Key is like turning fifty. Oh. It's like this monumental. Uh, I works. Uh, both things can be true since right? the dawn of time. He, a what? fresh, a fresh fifty, though, Max. Yeah, fresh fifty, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a fresh fifty. I don't even, you know, I don't even look fifty. Mm-hmm. I still get carded at times. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I need to see we your still, ID. We still do not believe that. No one. I swear that, to you. I know no one to believe it. They think you're. They think you're twenty years old. No, it's just it's it's if you don't look a certain. That's age, right. I think it's if you don't look thirty five. They're they're yeah, required they, or allowed they, to yeah, ask. Yeah, they're required ID. to do that. And then when I'm with my wife and other people that look extremely young or extremely young. They card me. I mean, that's fine. I, I understand y'all don't believe it because y'all get y'all. Don't get carded. They let y'all right here. Hey, come on in, Uncle. They don't treat y'all like they treat me, but they do. And it's not about looking to see my ID, looking to see who I am and stuff. They have no idea at these places about sports or anything. They just happen to card you. Yeah, I don't know. How how many of those times where like, someone is like, is that... Nah, I can't be. I, no, we're just going car- no. to card him just to see if it's really No, him. these are... I'm talking about young individuals that might be 25 years old their self and they work at a bar or they work somewhere and you come in and they're doing their job some guy who has no probably doesn't even watch professional sports you're and you are just under the size of a guy who has to be an athlete like you're a big dude but you don't have even to if I, necessarily even, have been an athlete but even if i'm an athlete i mean even with my size Everybody in the world don't look at you and go, he's an athlete. I mean, at a certain size of human being, I think athletes. Well, I mean, if I'm seven yeah. feet tall yeah, right. and walk well, through the door. Dude, if Chris Canty comes in through the door, he had to play something, man. He's too big not to. Yeah, he would be big for no reason. He'd be big for no reason, right? He that's, got to. That's because Chris Canty has to, like, duck to get in the door. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I'm perk. not there. No, you're not there, so you yeah, don't have to have played have a sport. To, yeah, perk perk would have had to have played a sport. Again, he would be big for no reason. Yeah. Marcus Spears fits into that, I think. I think he makes the cut. All of those dudes. Me, I'm right on You're the cusp. Right, right on right the cusp. Right on the edge. Yeah, I'm thinking probably, but not for sure. I don't know. And <laughs> I'm handsome, so he could have been an ex-model. Uh-huh, right. You know, yeah, I, model, sure. I, and when I'm dressed well with suit and mm-hmm. tie, well, maybe he's a, a financier of some sort. You know, just, hey, man. Although you dress, you dress frequently like an actually rich guy. Right, like you know what I'm saying. Like the ones who they, they got so much money, they're not trying to show you they're rich. They were basically wearing the rich guy pajamas outside. You, you, you do that too. You do understand? I got on pajamas right now. You got them on right now. Right I now, I got on sure. pajamas right now. 
I swear to you. The I best do. thing about the pandemic, I know a lot of people suffered. I'm not trying to make light, but yo, doing TV with the with the shirt, tie, and jacket on, and pajama bottoms on, <laughs> slippers. It was so good. I know it's the best, right? Oh. But because I'm in the studio all by myself in the mornings. And it's just in, in the way that I come into the building, no one sees me. Yeah, you're never outside. I'm never outside. I get in the car, go bam, I'm back in, I'm at home. So it's like I can put on my flip flops, my clothes, my. Oh, it's such a good life out You know, in, in my sweats or whatever the case is, and keep it moving with no problem at all. But my birthday party's going to be fun, man. I, I can't wait to see a bunch of old faces having fun with Marcellus and your old producer, Raj, will be there. And, Raj, Raj um, Groves. Yeah, he called. He called. <laughs> Raj is funny. He calls me yesterday, Max. He goes. He texts me. He goes, "Hey, man, I'm just checking in. Now, is this a pool party? Pool party, or is it a black pool party?" And I know what he meant by that. Like black pool parties, we typically don't get into the water. Right. We but, stand yeah, around. Yeah, and yeah. Chat around up. the pool. Yeah. Yeah. And I told him, I said, "Man, I'm getting in the water." Yeah. Put man. your don't bathing suit on, brother. I yeah. said, "It's United Nations. We'll be in the pool. Get your bathing suit on. It's just not a black pool party, right? It's a pool party." And that that was so funny though, because <laughs> yeah, I've been to many pool parties where people don't get in. They just stand around and look. I'm like, no, it's a it's it's a mini Vegas. It's gonna be a mini Vegas. Raj, Raj was, uh, was the producer of the Two Live Stews. You ever listen to the Two Live Stews? Great show. No, I know him, but I never listened. Yeah, yeah, was, listen they did a great show, and and he was the producer of Max and Marcellus and everything on uh, on ESPN Radio in LA. And one day, I'm talking to Raj. I'm like, hold up, you know something just occurred to me. Raj Grobes is the fakest name I ever heard in my life. Raj Grobes, what's a, a detective in a movie or something? And he's like, uh, yeah, not his government name. <laughs> I used to. I used to call him Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Why Wanda Sykes? Have you seen Raj up close and uh, side by side? <laughs> With Wanda he Sykes? Just, he looks just like Wanda Sykes. He looks nothing like Wanda Sykes. I swear to you, if you look at him and you look at his hair and everything in a side by side on on some of her pictures, you would swear. I used to tell him not on the air when he was producing my show. I gotta see. Like, ah, you little Wanda Sykes, be quiet. Wanda Sykes is funny, but let me see a picture of Wanda Sykes. <laughs> you know, me... oh, I, hold, hold on, hold on a second. Just, the hair is kind of similar, I guess. Yeah, we, we are very inside ESPN Radio right now. Oh yeah. yeah, no, we are very inside. Yeah, so well. I got all those individuals will be there. Actually, Alan Yates, our producer, is flying out. He's gonna chop it up and have some fun. There's a, there's gonna... some panic here in Bristol from Alan Yates, uh, uh, producer Alan Yates, when he couldn't find his wallet. So, uh oh, he's he's okay now, but lots of panic for about uh, I don't know an hour. Hmm. So he found got... it. We're good though. Yeah, we're going to have pizza, barbecue, tacos. You know, L.A. got the best tacos. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll